Hi everyone, I'm Portia. And I'm Namsa. Welcome to Assume It Will Be Brilliant, a Shondaland Stand podcast. Hi everyone. Welcome to the podcast. We're so excited to be with you um, for our very first episode. Um, I'm Nansa. And I'm Portia. And this is Assume It Will Be Brilliant. A Shondaland Stan podcast. Yay! Yay! Um, can you believe it, Porsche? Our very first episode. Yeah, I actually kind of can. Like, we've been talking about it forever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's one of those things. You know, sometimes we talk a lot about a lot of things and then... We do. But this is finally happening, which I'm really proud. I'm proud of us. We've made the time. We've made the... Is transcontinental a word? I, I feel like... I yes, think it is. I'm not sure I would be using it the right way. But yeah, we've put in all the effort uh, and now it's happening. So And now five. it's happening. High five. <laughs> Finally. Um, and it's something I think we're both really passionate about and mm-hmm. really excited about. So um, thank you for joining us. Um, what we'll do in this episode is basically introduce ourselves and the podcast, tell you a bit of uh, about what the podcast is about and why we decided to do it in the first place. And then um, right at the end, we'll just uh, play a little fun game and just talk about the things that we love about um, the world that we're about to dive into. Um, So yeah, firstly, like I said, my name is Namsa. I'm 31 and I'm a lawyer by profession. I did the thing of studying law for four years (laughs) in Cape Town (laughs) um, and decided to stick with the path, which is a surprise to me um, (laughs) as well as the, the people that know me. (laughs) I'm from Johannesburg, South Africa And like I said, I studied in Cape Town Well, I studied law in Cape Town Which is where I met Portia Yes So I'm Portia And I am 32 And Nobis and I share that thing Where I always say On paper, I'm a lawyer (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but it certainly isn't my identity. And even were you to try to chart my career, there would be a big like, huh, (laughs) feeling about whether (laughs) whether or not I actually have, you know, committed to this endeavor. When did I start like taking law classes? I would say nineteen eighteen. Like I was really young. Um, Yeah, I was seventeen. But yeah, we became fast friends in Cape Town and then almost immediately bonded over our shared love for the TV show Grey's Anatomy. And I mean, let's just be quite honest. When we say fast friends, it was in final year. So it wasn't fast. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I was trying to, you know what, why don't you tell the story? Because (laughs) it wasn't fast. Okay. It was very slow. (laughs) because <laughs> it was it was my last year there um we'd done we'd been together for it was our third year together because you did right. Becom law which i had discovered mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> this year okay <laughs> um and it was yeah your i guess your third year doing law in my final yeah. year and yeah. we i i was basically in this law class alone because my friends that i'd made for the you know from first year had stopped coming to class um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they decided mm-hmm. they were too good for it mm-hmm. no i kid i don't know i actually don't know what their reasoning was but i just never missed the class I, i'm that person 
Um, uh, so was I. <laughs> I had a real issue with class skippers because I like knew how much money my parents paid. Exactly. And, I mean, you know, may, I don't know. It might be something I need to heal right now because I can't. I can't <laughs> waste anything that I've paid for. Like it's bad. Me like too. I have to use the last bit of lip balm. You know. <laughs> I'm exactly the same. Like I will read a bad book because I bought the yes. book and I will finish it. <laughs> There's two types of people in the world, man. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I felt the same. And also I felt like, what else am I doing? Let me just mm -hmm. go to class. Exactly. Um, and thankfully, you know, Portia took pity on me um, <laughs> because I was sitting alone. <laughs> it's true. To be fair, I am probably, I wouldn't say you're fully introverted, but you're definitely more of an introvert than I am. And That's so true. I liked you a lot. I mean, we'd, you know, a handful of times we'd spoken and like yeah. I knew you and you were clearly funny and we'd connected. Kidding. But I kind of knew on a level that like if I wasn't like, hey, Nomsa, we're friends now, <laughs> it was never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> which okay. i'm really glad you did because it really you saved me from oblivion and um that's a really harsh way to put it for <laughs> but i i'm definitely glad that i did i'm really glad because we connected on so many different levels um and one of the biggest ones was definitely our love for Grey's anatomy Mm -hmm. which um at the time i guess it way looking back it's 10 years later and it was like this huge thing still 10 years ago you know mm -hmm. grace anatomy was still quite a big show um and 10 years later we're on season 17 so it's really stood the test of time much like our friendship which i'm really really happy about yeah we've managed to stay connected i mean i don't know are we supposed to I, I would say thank you to Grey's Anatomy because at the very least, it gave us something to talk about. You know? That's true. And Every something to like, and something to connect us um, mm -hmm. while being on completely different um, ends of the, the world. Because after we finished studying, graduated, went on this wonderful holiday in Zanzibar mm -hmm. um, with some of our friends and uh, one of the best holidays of my entire life, Porsche. Um, mm -hmm. But then after we're definitely that, gonna um, have we're gonna have to talk about that holiday on this podcast at some point. We'll find a way to oh, it to <laughs> Maybe we can do it when we are deviating from Grey's and we go a little bit into scandal. And remember when Papa Pope made Olivia go away, or at some point she's oh, on the with, beach with, with um, Jake. With, with Jake, aka Henry, yeah, exactly. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, um, it but, was it was one yeah. for the books. <laughs> so um, <laughs> but but I mean, back. after that, we had graduation, and then mm -hmm. I came back to Joburg, my hometown, mm -hmm. um, and then you you basically went all over the world. Pretty much. So for the listeners to know, did I already say that I was, yeah, I did. I said I was 32. I'm a lawyer. I wanted to go to graduate school forward slash my family was fleeing a country. <laughs> <laughs> so political persecution was like spiced a little bit on top of my life, but I moved to Montreal to go to graduate school. Um, and I've kind of been living here on and off for 
yeah, like since 2012, I guess. Um, yeah. Because we graduated in 2011, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so, but then since then, I've like moved everywhere. I lived in the Netherlands. I had an internship in Tokyo for six months. So I have definitely been the one who is itinerant <laughs> in yes. our friendship. But, you know, to bring it back, we would talk about Grey's Anatomy or whatever else we were watching, but we'd, it would always be weaved into our lives and our experience of the, experiences of the world. And um mm. That's part of the reason why we're doing this, because we have these elaborate, long conversations and your boyfriend will be in the background listening. We'll be also listening to ourselves and we'll be like, yeah, that's really interesting. Like, talk about that more. So we were like, that okay. should have been a podcast. That's exactly. Basically. It should have been a podcast. Yeah. And so basically... Also for posterity, like I like to think I'm going to live until I'm like 99 years old. And um, I want to have this sort of archive of our thoughts and our relationship because, you know, I do think our friendship will continue and stand the test of time. Not unlike Meredith and Christina's because Christina's moved away too now, right? That's true. You are, you are the Christina. Oh, thank you. Uh, wow. You are. I thought we had to fight over that. Like, no, Christine? now I I see it now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, so why um, but you- yeah, I also um, I just uh, just on my you know for my, for my part, I just on a more selfish level, I wanted to do this um, because it's with you, um, one of my closest friends, but just uh, I've spoken about this a little bit um, with some friends. Just uh, Adam Grant wrote this article a couple of months ago uh, saying that the most common feeling um, that's likely a, a lot amongst uh, yeah, adults in 2021 is probably languishing. And he spoke mm-hmm. about how languishing is not necessarily feeling depressed, but it's just the absence of flourishing. And I mm. have really been feeling that. Um, I mean, when I when I actually listened to him read it on his podcast as opposed to read it, but um, myself. But he, it hit me that I do have that feeling of, I mean, not quite down in the dumps um, mm-hmm. or depressed, but but that feeling of kind of flailing and not necessarily necessarily flourishing and. Mm-hmm. One of the things that he speaks about as a um, coping mechanism or way to sort of get out of it and, and to, to flourish mm. more, yeah, and flourish more is to do things that we're passionate about, things that excite us, things that we really enjoy. And this is one of those things for me is just having a conversation with a friend about a show and shows that we love, mm-hmm. a universe that we love, and um, just creating our own experience and our and you know diarizing a lot of journaling our lives together and uh, just having that space where we can just be um, a little bit silly have a little fun also be vulnerable and um, share just our presence with each other so I'm really excited about this and I'm really thankful that um, it's finally happening yay also way to show I'm like, I want to do this because when I'm old, <laughs> I want to remember that I was young and fun. <laughs> and here you come with this gravitas. You know? I'm not trying to languish in this life. I shall. <laughs> 
I shall insert joy. <laughs> but does no. that not sound very Meredith Grey to you? It sounds so Meredith. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, Meredith, Meredith. I can't wait to get into a Meredith. Are we going to do an episode on just Meredith? Because. Oh, we absolutely I have to mean, do that. She pulls me both ways, you know? Because really, I'm like. Wow, you survived so much, but also, girl, you a criminal. Like, you know, <laughs> she's a thug. <laughs> so you know, it's a, it's it's gonna be fun. Um, and of course, I mean, just from that, uh, and just what we've already gleaned on, um, this is obviously very much a Grey's Anatomy related um, podcast. And um, it's not just that, but a lot of the inspiration comes from Grey's Anatomy. And um, much like the name comes from a quote from Grey's Anatomy, our very own Christina Yang. Um, and it comes from the very last episode that she was ever in, um, her goodbye episode, which was called, what was it called? It's called Fear of the Unknown. Yes. Oh, of course, because the quote relates of course. to the fear of the unknown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The name of the podcast comes from um, a line in one of her, I think she was the vo- voiceover for that episode. Yeah. And it's, it's part the, of what she says. Yeah. It's the finale voiceover. And she says, whenever we think we know the future, even for a second, it changes. Sometimes the future changes quickly and completely, and we're left only with the choice of what to do next. To stand there trembling, not moving, assuming the worst that can happen. Or we step forward into the unknown and assume it will be brilliant. And yeah, and that's exactly what we hope, that um, we're able to be those people who can you know, step into the unknown, especially in this time, I guess, um, even when the time that we're busy recording the podcast and it's pandemic and quarantine Mm -hmm. and all of that, that we can step into the unknown, even though it's scary and Mm -hmm. still assume it will be brilliant. So welcome everybody. And I hope that you can take this journey with us. Yeah, we are just... 30 something ambivalent about being lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amateur podcasters who will be basically discussing life, pop culture, social issues, growing into yeah. ourselves, and other things that we love. And other Shondaland shows. So we'll probably have a bit of private practice in there. Mm-hmm. Um, scandal, how to get away with murder. Mm-hmm. Uh, Station 19, which you love. Which I do love. And just, I mean, it's trade dramatique, but I'm very pro it. Um, <laughs> and also like niche ones. Everybody, it seems, but me forgets that there was another medical show, Shonda brought, Shonda premiered or made created called off the map which ben <laughs> warren was in and it was doctors in the jungle vibes okay and it was nice <laughs> riggs was in it too remember riggs i remember riggs i just yes. truly had never heard of the show <laughs> i honestly it, it's yes. a surprise oh my god to me. are we also going to talk about is it called the catch or about the catch what's oh, the one where it's like i mean well mention the catch <laughs> yeah <laughs> I think that's the mention. 
Yeah, is Bridgerton <laughs> going to make a cut? I mean, technically... I think Bridgerton will speak she, about her births. Okay. I mean, it's and, not really um, her show. It's from her company, but I know some dude created it. I don't know that she had a hand in any of it. But I guess it is. Yeah, it's still part of Shondaland. Um, yeah. And of course, for the people, how can we forget? I used to love that show, especially because we're lawyers. <laughs> Which one? Did she have a legal... <gasps> oh, for the people! Yes! <laughs> for the people! <laughs> That's where we got Mr. Maine Bridgerton from. He was oh, on yes. people. Yes. yes. Um, and mm. Porsche, I actually discovered there's another one. Have you ever heard of Still Starcrust? What? Oh, Still is that the Romeo and Juliet one? Yes. That was on a different. No, I, I have never seen a single episode of that. Is it canceled? I... I mm, must be. Question, question. Who can say? Okay, that's good. That's good. And then, you know what? I'm hoping that we can keep this up and keep going because I know a new show is coming out. Remember Shonda bought the rights to uh, to make a show that is based on that 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 epic scammer, uh, Anna Delvey? Oh, um, hmm? Have you heard about her, Anna Delvey? No. She's just some I thought chick you were who scammed her um, way into like rich kid elite New York society. And yes. she's like, yeah, I'm an heiress, Germans, but she's just getting her rich friends to pay for everything. She was living in a hotel. <laughs> she made a real estate deal. Like she bought a building or some crazy thing like that. Mm. It's very, um, sorry, or some bananas thing like that. I'm trying not to say crazy as much. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow. Shall we move into the game segment? Um, yes. And I guess just to still making it about where we're, you know, us, but still part of the game section. What I wanted us to start with mm-hmm. is um, a character that you maybe identify generally with and, uh-huh. and or a character that you are currently in this space and time identifying with from any uh, Grey's, uh, maybe Grey's or any Shondaland show you'd like. Uh, let me think, let me think, let me think. So I, in the beginning of the show, right, I would say, and I, you're probably going to get goal, but I would say I kind of identified with Izzy, you know? Uh, huh? You know how she always just like got too involved with the patients, you know? Right. And she cared more than was like professional or I would always like get it, you know? I would be on the ride. With- I would say I aspired to being like Christina, you know, because I thought she was the coolest, you know, just the brilliant <laughs> one who's like super focused or whatever it is. But also probably for real, for real, um, Meredith, because I kind mm. of get that that deep sadness that she carries around. Mm. Uh, I, I know that, you know what, she's, she tries, like she really tries. She's not anti-people, you know, mm. but she's like, this is difficult for me, you know? <laughs> right, yeah. So, um, and she can be a bit like hard-edged or retreat to doing her own thing. So there's that. And then I would say where I am in my life now Funnily enough, even though this character, I'm very like, oh, I don't know, like I'm pro. And then I'm like, I don't even know how you became a main character. I thought you were here for a <laughs> moment is um, Joe. She's adopting the baby. She's, um, you know, she's gotten her apartment and she's just like accepting what her life is and then mm-hmm. doing what she needs to do to 
make it brilliant in her estimation. Mm -hmm. I feel like, I don't know if I'm at the execution stage like she is, but I kind of feel that energy in my life right now of, you know, just like taking, taking charge of some kind, understanding that I'm in charge, first of all. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then like being like, okay, so I see the cards I've been dealt, you know, and you know Mm what? I'm going to step forward into the unknown. La, 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 la. What about you? Um, well, you stole mine. So. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Um, I mean, one of them was definitely just in general, a bit of Meredith. Um, you know that, and I guess for a similar reason that you had in that identifying with a bit of that sadness. Mm-hmm. And I think more so in my twenties, I definitely felt, um, quite Meredith Grey, dark and twisty, um, very, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, no. you know, <laughs> Yeah, like maybe not fighting so much in the water after that ferry boat accident. So mm. I, I do, I did have that quite a bit, but I think another one that I would sort of mix in there is definitely April Kepner. Oh, yeah. Of course, you know, I love. Oh, um, you love April. I love April. Um, and that's just because, um, I, I didn't, I, I, sort of identify with her growing up in that sort of strict Christian conservative family and Mm. having those sort of values Mm -hmm. um, intermeshed with trying to figure out who she really is um, as a person. And that was like a big journey for her Mm. and her journey even uh, after her uh, Samuel um, died and you know, figuring out what her relationship with God is about mm. um, after that big tragedy. So mm. for me, definitely April and sort of coming back to realizing that life is gray and it's not mm. easy. And, you know, God is in that mystery and we sort of figure out how to handle tragedy and trauma Mm. and pain and can still hold joy and love Mm. and all of that so that for me I think is just her journey is really something that I really admire and identify with but I definitely would say right now um also Joe and for a slightly different reason um her big change changing her specialties for me is quite um a thing for me right now because i have been doing this legal thing for i guess yes 10 years Mm -hmm. since graduating and every single time i'm you know in a job in like a job doing what i do which is a lot it's a commercial contracting position that i'm always in i realize uh, I don't know that I am truly passionate about, about this um, and sort of mm-hmm. wanting to figure out then, if not this, then what? What will bring me joy? Um, right. The way um, Joe changed specialties to pursue her joy. And that's mm-hmm. kind of where I'm, what I'm feeling is wanting to pursue my joy and change maybe law altogether. Who knows? Um, or maybe just find something else in law that excites me. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's me. Um, uh, I was trying to remember while you were speaking, what, what is it that, um, April said to Jackson when she was explaining her breakup with her 
husband with Matthew. With Matthew, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. That life isn't um, so tidy. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely true, and I, I mm-hmm. think uh, I completely get that. Um, mm-hmm. Just for where I am in my life, I think a part of it was sort of saying, "Well, maybe I was always meant to for for years. Maybe I was being always meant to study law and." you know, mm. being whatever job, maybe it was always leading up to this. Um, right. Maybe. But I, but I don't know that is true necessarily. Yeah. I think I was sort of fitting a specific narrative to make it okay that I did this thing that I never really dreamed about doing ever, you know? So yeah. was it faded? Was it always meant to be this way or do we retrospectively make meaning out of it? You know? Yeah. And yeah. part of it is like, does it matter? If I look back and I'm like, you know what? This is the story I'm deciding to tell about my life so that I can live with it. Mm, <laughs> you know? mm. I'm like, hey, either way, if it me- means that you're having an experience of life that is pleasing to you. Exactly. I think it's whatever brings you joy is really what we must mm. stick with, um, no matter how you yeah. write the story. So, yeah. Um, ask is your top five characters the last time you asked me this i was like here are seven but you can we for the <laughs> official list like <laughs> okay uh christina yang and mark sloan oh i love mark uh, definitely you know and then um out of respect for my elders you know <laughs> i have to put the chief and bailey <laughs> right um and then i will say like picking a fifth i i would pick callie what are your top five my top five so same as you with um mark and christina mm-hmm. just for i mean they're both just brilliant and we'll miss them both forever exactly. and ever and amen. Um, and then Meredith, mm-hmm. just cause it's her show, you know? Yeah. And, <laughs> okay. Fine. Um, and then of course, like, like I said, April, one of my uh-huh. absolute favorites Ta-ta. forever all on all time. Uh-huh. And Alex Karev. Yes. Ah, oh, evil spawn. My heart. <laughs> and I just, I mean, I love, I loved him from the get-go, even though he was unlikable, I liked him. And just his whole character development was just uh, in- incredible for me. So, except for the end, when they took except him Except like for the punk. end, where they played us all for fools. fools. Okay, we'll get to that <laughs> someday. We don't have to get into it now. Please, please, can I make honorable mentions? Oh, yes. Um... Can I make one just before you do? Okay. Um, because you mentioned Bailey, um, yeah. what I would say, she's my absolute favorite actress. Yes. In the show. I think she's, she's played Miranda um, Bailey like... I mean... It's like something pro. to be... It's truly ridiculous that she doesn't have her own award. Completely. Because, you know what? I thought she would win an Emmy or a Globe or whatever. Do you remember... Okay. We might even have to have a separate day to just talk about the shooting episode finale because <gasps> to this day, it has rocked me to my core. That shooter, I see him in other shows sometimes and I'm like, I don't want to look at you. I don't like you. I don't trust you. Get out of my town. Like, 
anytime I see, he was in an episode of This Is Us, and it was really moving. It was COVID vibes, and yes. he, his wife was upstairs, and he could. Oh yes, and he her. was in the car. Yeah, and he was connecting with Toby. When I tell you, he took everything in my body <laughs> to empathize. Like I was like, I don't believe you. You killed my friends at Seattle Base. <laughs> like, no, but um, <laughs> do you remember Bailey's performance at the elevator? When she realizes they're closed, ah, to this day, I think about it and I almost cry. And even um, under the bed, <gasps> yes. When first, when she tells Mandy Moore, the uh, Mandy Moore, whatever mm-hmm. character Mandy Moore is playing, to, to like basically play dead, mm-hmm. and then goes under the bed. That whole episode, mm-hmm. honestly, Chandra Wilson never phones it in she is no giving no. a stellar performance every, every single time, time every to time. the point where i believe that's who she is i be- i don't know mm. who chandra wilson is yeah, outside I of miranda bailey and i've also never really seen chandra wilson like other than those early years like doing a solo interview or in any other acting mm. role so to me yeah bailey is chandra chandra like i don't i can't picture a different way you know, same. same. So please yeah. do your honorable mentions as well. Okay, honorable mentions, Burke. Okay. Oh, yes. Ugh, yes. I really love Burke. Mm. Just so good. Um, and so good. I'm gonna honorable mention them for this show, but also mad, mad, extra honorable mention them for their performances in Scandal. But Ellis Gray and Thatcher. Oh, like, oh my word yes you know yeah i actually was thinking about because um i'm doing a whole rewatch of the entire gray's anatomy which is such a an emotional experience but it holds up i might i, I just mm-hmm. want to say it holds up and watching the amazing and watching ellis and thatcher masterclass in acting and thinking about thatcher then being um cyrus, cyrus bean? bean in scandal it it rocks my whole world it they are complete no, opposites but even ellis in scandal as the mean republican lady like, I know. So good. I mean, she's a little bit more bombastic. Like in, yeah, I don't know. Her 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 performances are quite dramatic, but she does them so well. You so know? well. She's got those beady eyes, you know, that make you believe in her like harshness. <laughs> Truly, it's they've they oof, masterclasses, masterclasses. Yeah. So uh, I have to agree with you on those. Um, then wanted to ask you, so this one we might have answered a bit differently, but um, favorite surgery? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I really liked the domino surgery episode where they had they did all the different transplants. I think yes. it was kidneys, was yes. it? Yeah, donation or liver. I think it was kidneys. Um, and then I want to say that I also enjoy the Whipple just because it was so fun to say. Um, so my favorite is the standstill surgery that they oh, was Derek yes. and Burke performed on on Joe, and uh-huh. they had to stop his heart um, uh-huh. for a, I think it was an hour, Joe and then from the bar, operates yeah. Joe yeah, and operates on both his head. I think on both his head and his heart at the same time, yeah. and do it before the hour was up so that he they could bring him back to life essentially. Oh my gosh, yes. um, 
just a fascinating surgery, but also cool because um, at the same time, George was trying to make sure that uh, Joe's surgery would be covered mm, yes, um, yes, by the yes. insurance. And mm. so him being dead was like the loophole that he found. And it, oh, it, my it's gosh, just yeah. a fascinating oh, episode. And, of course, like early grays was so good. It was you know, so good. It, those are good choices. That's, those are great choices, Bumsa. I'm jealous. Thanks. It was like the easy hanging fruit things. I didn't even think deeply. I was like, favorite surgery. I don't know. These are the ones. There's also one, actually, I'm trying to remember what it's called, but it's like a heart. It's a heart. Um, it's not a surgery, but it's a technique that Christina was doing very early because of Burke's hand. Um, oh. I'll, I'll figure out what it is and I'll tell you one day. We'll, we'll come back to that. I know in one like of the, the hard stuff, they usually do like double or triple bypass. Yeah, but it's like a stitching technique. So uh, yeah. Okay. What's next? So your favorite specialties? Uh, ortho, because it, it it's kind of like barbaric. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like she's like banging on things. She's screwing things in. You know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. like, wow, this is very... Um, tactile and like intense so i want to say physical and physical exactly but then also requires you to be delicate at some point right you know you Mm. you do have to stitch and you have to put very specific things together um so yeah my favorite is um neurology i neuro what is it what is it called neuro oh it's just called neurosurgery lol yeah neurosurgery (laughs) so i love um the brain I love that, and not just the brain, I guess the spinal cord, all the nerves in our body and how everything is so connected and also just how you can have your your speech center in your brain and he could be operating, you know, the surgeon could be operating and if he touches something, you could lose your speech or, you know, touch something else, lose your memory or, you know, it's, it's, Mm-hmm. also as like you said about cardio very high stakes um mm-hmm. and just fascinating i think um totally just that brain center for me is, is so fascinating um and just i, I love the surgeries yeah i do like obs you know where joe's going obstetrics and gynecology yes. because peds is i don't know because part of why i'm like peds is so stressful is like seeing kids sick is like very difficult um do we have another i thing? also i mean i have another my other favorite is trauma and oh yeah i i think you know i i just love the high energy that they come mm-hmm. in and it's like go 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 um and of course april was a trauma surgeon so oh gosh, yeah, <laughs> that's true um um and then another one i have is your favorite ships my favorite ships okay well i don't know if it's my favorite because it's just so it's like the spine of the show which is meridair you know yes um what are you gonna do without that but uh okay again christina and burke like okay okay uh, like that's probably definitely at the top of the list um when they were good cali and arizona were great mm. uh, oh <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine, fine. <laughs> um, who are my other favorite ships? Why are they slipping away from me now? There've been so many. Um, there have been many. Yeah. Okay. 
I actually really enjoyed, it's going to be weird, but I even enjoyed the end of uh, Mark and Teddy. Right. Because they were brief, <laughs> you know. Uh, and I love how it ended. He was such a dick sometimes, that guy. Yikes. But somehow you love him anyway. Truly. <laughs> uh, let me think, let me think, let me think. I enjoyed was Lexi ever with Avery? Why is that coming to my brain? She was. She was. Okay. Yeah. So I, because I actually, funny enough, did not believe in Lexi and Mark's love like we were supposed to. Uh, Unpopular opinion. Uh, yeah, very popular <laughs> opinion. Which reminds me. Can I just me, say, I've got <laughs> yeah. the same unpopular opinion. Okay. Yes. That I I'm exactly the same as you. I didn't believe it in the way. Okay. Before everyone throws us away as yeah. a, <laughs> I'm going to jump ship. Yeah. <laughs> um I I'm going to jump ship there and just tell you my favorite was also Murder just Yeah. I mean also because of the song. Right. Oh my god. That the theme song. Yeah. Um, and of course J-Pril. Um and I love just because they were best friends in the beginning and best friends till the end. Um through everything. And then speaking of Teddy, I loved Teddy and Henry. Teddy and Henry were good. I just thought of them as well while you were speaking. Because, again, I do not believe in Owen and Teddy's love. Like, it's just that. They put me through too much. I used to. I used to believe in it. And then I was so relieved when they got together because I was like, finally, and into the drama. But then, of course, they were like, let's be extra. And I actually kind of enjoyed Teddy and Karasik. I loved Teddy and Karasik. Yeah, I actually great. found he was um, so so positive for her, and yeah. I thought they brought out such great things in each other. Exactly, and he is like m- kind of mean and a little bit like rude, but he I find was the most honest. Truly, and I think we've got a bit of a pattern because here we mm-hmm. are loving Alex, yeah. Mark, and Karasik. Oh, and no, no, I think no. No, 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 no. First of all, you're the one who loves Alex like that, okay? I, he's in my heart. You know what, though? You're right. Okay, why do we disagree? We're raised in a patriarchy where we empathize with bad men. <laughs> we really do. <laughs> but I, you know what? I still will stand by Mark. I needed him. His humor was what I needed. <laughs> I can drop the other two. Please don't make me like, oh, Mark. <laughs> Okay. Oh my word! Um, <laughs> and I think then one other p- one okay. is so your um, favorite season and favorite season finale. Oh, okay. Well, without a doubt, my favorite season finale is season six because of the shooting. It was the most impactful. Um, exact same for me. But probably my favorite season is season two, I think. Um, Yeah, just because like after season one, you know, you're like in the show, you get them, they're your favorite people. And I feel like season two was that stage where they kept, the action kept rising. I was, that was the time when I was like getting super invested, you know? 
mm-hmm. of like, okay, I'm going to stick with these people to the end is what, that's what I know, you know? Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I think I'm going to just let that be my answer. I could, the thing too is right now I'm like, I'm struggling to figure out what happened in, in eight, this so many seasons, you know? Right. So I'm just going to go with like, I was the most enthusiastic, at, you know, from season two to like five. I even bequeathed you my DVD set, remember? Which was one of the best gifts I've ever received. Exactly. Uh, but I know for sure that the season finale for season six, man, whoa. <laughs> so I I agree hundred percent with the season finale for season six, the hospital shooting. Yeah, hands down, my favorite season finale. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would say, right now, season four is my favorite, just because um, Meredith and uh, Derek. I can't believe that. <laughs> I was like, and? <laughs> and you know why it's so funny to me is because I'm going to say they were working on the clinical trial. <laughs> almost, <laughs> I was almost going to say for Alzheimer's, but that came later on. Um, yeah. But it's, it was the... It was a, the brain tumor one, how to make the brain tumor mm. small, I think. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I just loved that, that aspect of that season. But mm. watching season three now... I love it so much. Um, so I'll see. I'll let you know after I've seen three yeah. and four let me know. and we can see always, if it still like, holds in up. In every episode, we can, we can update because you're watching, you're rewatching the seasons. So you can like give us a good summary and be like, oh, I'm sorry, I, I, this I is a great season. Also, while we're here, I'm going to another honorable mention um, Adele. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, just let's talk about her as just an actress. Yeah, this is why I'm honorable mentioning. Her. It's not even so much about like her performance. Because she had so little screen time and she was always there just to be mad at the chief, you know? Um, oh, I so, loved it. I know. I know. So good. And one of my favorite things actually was um, when she, <laughs> when the chief decides finally he's going to resign mm-hmm. and he goes back home mm-hmm. and she's at the door and in her like robe and he's like wanting to come back home and she's like what are you talking about I told you when I said that that was it and that I don't have any more time for you and no more time to wait that that I was done meantime she's got this man in her in in the house (laughs) I was like girl live your life (laughs) No, I completely Uh, agree with that one. Um, And then you've already said your um, unpopular opinion. Um, Yeah. I'm not, I'm going to save mine for later episodes because I just want people to stay with us, you know? Yeah. 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 Please Um, uh, don't leave. (laughs) And then just one more that we haven't at all thought about, but I just thought I'd put out there is, your favorite guest appearance. So oh, it, it could be um, Demi Lovato or Journey oh, Smollett yes. or, you know, all of mm-hmm. Sarah, Sarah Paulson. Anyway. Oh my goodness. Those are all such good choices. Cause now whenever you mention, so Demi did an amazing job. Um, of course I love Sarah Paulson. She was in that flashback episode, which we're going to be talking about. Our next episode is all about mm-hmm. the changes that shape us. And we'll be looking at our favorite flashback episodes. Um, let me think my favorite guest appearance. Can I say one that's a little bit unorthodox? 
because absolutely it's not actually in the show it's the episode basically it's denzel washington as a director <gasps> oh because remember that episode where a patient beat up meredith and the first 10 yes. minutes of it is just basically silence yeah um, while she's recovering and that was just incredible to me and so i was like sure. thank you for letting him come out here and direct this episode so that's what i'm gonna go with oh well i'll just bow out bow out now i mean what do i say How do you top Denzel? Um, I don't know. I think, you know, for now, mm. it's definitely Journey Smollett. I, yeah. when she speaks about how she just wants to live and uh, we have that give experience. People the context. Tell them about the episode just a little bit. Like it was, so she had a brain tumor right. and it was part of Mer- Meredith and Derek's um, clinical trial. Right. And it was, the, they were, it was the, I think she was in this, the last two episodes or maybe just the last yeah, episode. It was, I think it was like around a finale episode, but her whole thing was, so she had, there was another patient that she was in love with who had like the same illness. Yes. And, um, it wasn't great for them to like see each other and they like try to haul themselves across the room, you know, um, yes. before they go into the, oh, that was such a good episode. It um, was, and she just gave the performance of, of a lifetime it was Sorry, incredible I, I completely interrupted you when she was talking about how she just wants to live right yeah, yeah um and just have more experiences of love you know yeah um i i mean i wept i wept mm-hmm. um so for now i'm gonna stick with that and then we'll see a couple of ep- you know, episodes down the line, line mm-hmm. um, if there's anyone else that comes to mind. But yeah, thank you. Um, that's that's it. Yeah, that's, that's it for we're, today. We're gonna leave it. And we hope you enjoyed it. I think we have some really great episodes planned. So yeah, next we'll be talking about Grey's flashback episodes and then we're going to do another episode about the music um, of the show and then we'll talk about friendship a little bit, I think. Yeah. Um, and I mean, of course, we'll do um, a lot of talking about just, you know, ourselves, our journeys. Um, sometimes it probably won't be Grace Anatomy. Um, mm. It'll be just random um, social um, chats. Um, but yeah, um, we hope that you'll take this journey with us. And yeah. we're so excited. And we'll close off with just one quote from the very first episode of Grey's Anatomy, which was written by the goat herself, Shonda Rhimes. Amen. So I made it through my first shift. We all did. Yay. Yay. Okay. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at Assume It Will Be Brilliant Pod. And if you have any questions, queries, or comments, please email us at Assume It Will Be Brilliant at gmail.com. And remember, step out into the unknown, assuming it will be brilliant. Mm-hmm.